0: Welcome back. This is another episode of Lyrical Ones Podcast. I am your gracious, humble, thankful, appreciative, patient, very patient, 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 patient host, Sen Senio. And I'm joined with June. June Bella, how are you doing on this fine Thursday? This is not our usual schedule. How are you doing on this Thursday evening post? Well, semi, we in the process of a post- Presidential election. How
1: are you? Goodness, in thank you so much for asking. Right now, I'm steeped into my neck with suspense for this election because um, I want to wake up in an America where I know the direction is going to go, and I hope it's a, in a direction towards progression. When we wake up tomorrow, what kind of country will we be in? I mean, before we could even consider such a such a conclusion we're right in the middle of it i mean why is it taking so long for this election to take place and to come to a close that's where i'm at tonight but how are you
0: (laughs) right on june thank you i mean i feel you and you know just to kind of highlight because that is a sentiment that a lot of people are sharing right now just to remind people like this is the first time that mail-in ballots have been such a huge proponent especially due to COVID um you know people you know th- we got to trust the process right now you know it ain't perfect at all it is a lot of flaws and a lot of things being exposed in terms of what we can identify that just doesn't work for us so i'm looking at it from the perspective of maintaining my patience exercising my patience working on my patience um that's just that's kind of where we are right time is of the essence and You know, as much as we want to get to the exit, like we want to get to that point where we know we're aware, we're sure. We also have to take into account that there's a process that has to take place and everyone should be accounted for. Whether you voted for Joe Beasy, where you voted for Don Treasy. Or you voted for K Weezy Yeezy West? Okay, I'm sorry. I know, said, I know I said Kanye 2020
1: the last time, though. You know what I'm saying? I mean, everybody, you
0: know what I'm saying. Like I, I'm, I mean, I'm, I ain't trying. This isn't an endorsement. This isn't a plug. But I did watch the Kanye West Joe Rogan interview. It was three hours, and I will say, you know, I'm. I mean, I don't. This will go down for history. I felt like I had a lot in common with what he had to say, even though I also had a lot that I disagreed with. Like what? So in terms of how he approached certain things, right, they were talking about, you know, well, when it comes to foreign, you know, foreign affairs, especially when it comes to like military, you know, when it comes to making a military move or commitment to a military strategy, how will you go about it? And he took a moment of pause and he prayed and he said, you know, I needed to pray on it. And it was revealing because to me, right, again, you know, I'm not the, I'm not, I'm by no means a person that follows the specific faith, but I can respect a person who does. I can respect a person and honor that and cherish and value that that's what they hold to true to their heart. And he said in the moment, he was like, you know, you asked me a question that has a lot of, a lot of gravity, right? I'm, I'm paraphrasing in the most sin way possible, but Please, he's saying that, thank you. He's saying that you know, in this capacity, you asking me this question, I need to take my time to give you an answer that's thought out. And what he responded with is I would need to meet with the experts and the advisors who would be in my council that have the experience, have the expertise to give me the most information to make the best decision. Now, usually people are ready with the answer, no matter what the question is, they want to just be right, or they just want to say the thing to have it out the way. And what I appreciated about it was, As egotistical as this man could be, he was admitting that he had no real understanding or or like no experience at all, no expertise, nothing that would ground him in saying an answer that would make sense or seem justifiable. He removed himself by saying, I would need to consult with my advisors. I would need to consult with my team. I would need to consult with the people who have been in this position and make the best decision based off of the information, not just going off of their word, right? Because at the end of the day, like we all can learn as we go but who are our teachers as they as we journey through this process and i was like i can appreciate that answer i could appreciate that response right now the thing that some of the things that kind of were like because i understand how his mind thinks is he can't give everything because there's so much going on and he's trying to get it out and convey it so he cuts himself off in every interval of his thought process right you ask a question he has 20 different things going on at the same time that all intersect with that one that one question and the thing is for most people that's you know that's on one end it's kind of like um you almost appear as though you don't have the ability to communicate properly which is a way of giving people a sense of fear and insecurity, because it's like, I don't feel comforted with what you're saying. I feel fearful because you're not coming across as though you know what you're saying. Now, me, I was able to, as I've learned over time, I'm more than happy and capable of talking to anyone and kind of discerning and and really breaking down what's being said to me. I'm not a person where things kind of go over my head. I'm able to like see the surface and then all the prehistoric levels of kind of old matter that decompose as you talk. So with that, I was able to pick up what he was saying. But again, in this moment, it was like he was getting at certain threads where I was like, you know, as much as I appreciate you wanting to put your name out there or put your neck out there, I think that there is some work that needs to be done around truly understanding certain parts of society. And I'm not saying I'm no better, but I do have a different experience than him. Like, yeah, I'm working towards getting money but not having had money and working with people in the community who haven't had money, I have a different perspective around systems, people, information, knowledge, merit. And in his world, to some degree, he values that because he said, who are you to tell me when you haven't done? And I'm like, well, yeah, who are you to tell me how to run my community when you haven't run a community, when you haven't been part of A team to help run a community or heal a community or repair a community. And I don't think you have people within your circle based off of the language you're using and the things that you're saying that give me comfort to let me know that you're talking to people who are coming from that restorative and healing place. Because even though you're rooted in a lot of positive things, it's easy to get lost and off track due to you know certain people being in your circle who yeah they might have money or they may have information or knowledge or expertise in certain things but as i've come to learn quickly my bs Raider is on a hundred and not everybody got that and so <laughs> I, from, I mean trust me i see him from a mile away people always, like us was on here last week talking about when you first meet sin he always gonna be like and he ain't lying. He peeped it. We ain't even had a conversation about it, but he knew what was up when it came to me and how I was. And that speaks to him being a real one who I value, I love, and I appreciate, but he peeped game from the jump because yeah. yes, I am like that with everyone. I'm not quick to give open arms and be all, I'm going to be polite. I'm going to be, I'm going to be nice, but I'm not going to enable. I'm not going to sit there and tolerate. I'm not going to just take in because at the end of the day, I'm a responsible person to you and my community. So if I see harm coming or I see energy that's harmful, I got to protect myself first because I still got to be present for my community and I got to be present for my people and my family, right? Like my community consists of my family, my friends, and the people who I work with and I'm associated to. And if you're going to infringe on that and my well-being and my health, well, I got to make sure I have safeguards to process who are you first, right? I need to see you. As you are, and you exist without any knowledge of who I am. Because sometimes what happens when people know who you are, they try to cater to who you are rather than getting to know you, right? I know you based off of what someone tells me about you. Now I have in my mind an expectation. So when I meet you, I may try to cater to that. I may try to pander to that. Because again, right, we're all trying to develop relationships, and some people think that's the way. Not all the time, and not with me. So, going yeah, back to the
1: real you know I mean like you want the yo oh real there's no question about it no question. <laughs> look I just want to say about Kanye I just wish look he's he is a person of influence and he himself has people who influence him and I feel that he ha- may have been influenced by our current uh who knows to be if re-elected president and I feel as if there's something that everyone can learn and Connie's position of humility is something that I personally, I can feel I can take away from his listeners um and the president the president who's in office today. So I feel and we'll see. Uh, now, I feel as if um, even though, um to wrap up to wrap up about that, uh, it's a good thing that we have advisors. It's a good thing that we have a cabinet. You know, it's a good thing that we have a balance of of powers and senate and there's a there's a check of, and of powers it you know and i and I, I i'm appreciative that he acknowledges where um his growth um needs to needs to be um and i just want to say that he's a uh, people look up to him for his art um and that doesn't mean that he's any he's uncapable of leading um, people um, towards social, uh, a socio-political reform. Um, Now, um, would I expect uh, more of Kanye um, as an artist in the White House? i most certainly would. Um, However, would that, um, now my heart um, cries out and says, would that stretch him too thin? You know, my i i just my heart pounds for the wellness of um of people. Um, yes, yeah, so I'm one for the community as well. My heart is all for um, making sure I'm eating good. Everybody's eating good, before yeah, right? And then so um, not me first, but um, would that be good for his um for psyche? right Uh, it's a lot of stress and uh, I'm not saying that I you know and I I can only I I can't relate who am I you know I I almost wouldn't would I want to be president of the United States knowing it's the most stressful job in the world (laughs) you know I'm just (laughs) right I mean I'm not saying it's impossible or anything but um needless to say I'm going back to influences and being influenced. I'm influenced and um, encouraged to run, you know, possibly consider running for a local office or, you know, and and I couldn't imagine that I'm the only one. So I'm just here to support those who are going after their dreams, who have the courage to do so, because I find myself many times, um, wanting to take the next step when it comes to advancing in my own goals but actually getting down and doing it um it takes it takes guts it takes practice and it takes support so to wrap up my rant on Connie I support I support Connie <laughs> right yeah, no
0: i mean i feel you i feel you i just the thing that i wanted to say was the other half of the equation that you reminded me was thank you he thank you. had said like he was like, it was something he did on social media. It was like Twitter or something. He had a little video and he was saying something, but before he said it, he was like referencing his sunglasses and like the brand of them, right? He was doing this stunt, like he was stunning, right? And it's like, for those that don't know what stunning is, that means when you, you know, you need to show off, right, in some capacity. Sometimes it may be. But, what- um- might be materialism right might be your fashion might be what the brand is or how much you pay for it. and it was like he did that and i'm like i have a way of feeling when it comes to you being responsible to the people and you're trying to address classism and here you are perpetuating the divide in the have and have not right it's like how can i have faith in you being the leader of the free world when you married to someone who could go and rent an island in the midst of a pandemic and y'all can live within a bubble away from the normal people who can't do such things. Right. Where it's like people are still dying. People are like the, the numbers are going back up. And in this period of time that we're in, you thought it would be the best representation, the most responsible thing to say hey look at me and my family of stunting we are going to stunt on the highest level right we're going to be on the highest regard of stunting right now and we're going to throw a party we're not going to just throw one we're going to throw multiple parties because that's what that's what's transpired right and so it's like to me when we talk about classism we talk about him trying to approach that and really break down what money is like i appreciate the the rhetoric of what you're saying but when i see the practice
1: it's questionable
0: it it, i mean beyond questionable it don't line up right? Don't tell me you 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 know you're great at this or this is what you aim to do and when it comes time to show up for it this is what we see right cuz it's, it's like you know Kanye going to be a recurring theme cuz that's just you know we are rappers and he's involved in certain things that we have passions about right and yeah. he's now put him his like first off we got to give a round of applause to a man who put his name on a ballot like I look at the ballot and I'm like his name is printed on the ballot like He said it, and he made it happen, all right? Regardless if you like it or not, like, hold on, he a black billionaire who has been able to afford a certain, like, level of status in the world to get to that point, and he didn't do it the way y'all wanted him to do it. So first off, just on a pure rebellious, I I gotta rock with you. I gotta rock with you, because you did it. Like, you said you was gonna do it. You did it. But as a man to another man who, okay, I'm, I'm getting black. ready to start a family. Yeah, I'm black and I'm brown, which that's a whole nother segment that we he doesn't even understand, right? When you endorse some, when but I'm saying, like in this capacity, when you when you endorse Don Treasy, and Don Treasy sitting here creating an environment where it's hostile and racism is running rampant. And you know, like I said, my father went to D M V and I've never experienced this until this administration where he was being questioned and harassed about his citizenship when he had proof of his citizenship and him being a citizen of the United States. Now, my father, yes, at one point was an illegal immigrant, but he went through the process and figured out how to get his citizenship, which is very difficult, right? And to know that he's now in a place where it's like he's trying to do what he can to provide for his family, but he's being challenged by an authority figure because they don't want to, they don't want to validate the paperwork that's in front of them. And now we have to show up and fight on his behalf. That, to me, you, Kanye, are endorsing this behavior. You're enabling it. You're making it cool because you are the tastemaker. People look to you when it comes to the clothes, when it comes to the the ways of thinking. Yes, some people are going to be influenced because yes, people did vote for you, right? And when I hear, because this was a measure, and I don't, I need to follow up to see if it was true, but there was something where they were going to, if you were convicted of a certain felony, you could lose your citizenship and then be sent back. To wherever country you came from, right? You could be pretty much kicked out. And I'm like, wait, you could be denaturalized. You could lose your citizenship just based off of a crime. And I'm like, wait, part of being a citizen is having to go through that process of, you know, kind of checks and balances and consequences. But now we're changing that and we're like saying, and this is a part of Don trees administration. This is something that they're trying to initiate. And I'm like, I get it to some degree. This is how you perceive you didn't value your citizenship. So we're going to get rid of you. But at the same time, how much is this predatory because it's, say that again, June?
1: The whole I didn't mean to cut you off. I mean, the whole system's rigged, you know? I mean, it's it, disproportionately, you know? So, I mean, uh, how how much percentage do African-Americans make just of the country and then look at prisons? And, you know, I was think, I'm sorry, I hate to go on a tangent, but I was thinking, like, prison food? Can we talk about prison food? Like, it's terrible. <laughs> like, why are they feeding human beings that? You know, and I can I get on my Kim K, Kim Kardashian West and get on some like, you know, some prolific, you know, changes need to be made. Can I just state that for once? Some some reform needs to happen and not just on the on the prison system, but the education system. Um, foster foster care needs to be reformed. I mean, my heart is breaking. I just don't understand why they're why why this is such an issue and um, and it shouldn't be. Um, along with immigration that needs to be reformed so i'm i'm hopeful for all the changes that you know i think should take place but i mean i just want to rally up all the listeners and say what can we do to make a positive change definitely
0: definitely definitely. no i know and i and i agree wholeheartedly you know is. It's just one of those things where, you know, we and more importantly, as this process transpires, takes on and, and concludes, we have to continue to question. We can't stop fighting. Like we can't stop and let up and say, oh, we even if it turns out, OK, we got Joe Biden in office. So what? Like he started he, he a part of the whole the 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 game. Like, you know, yeah. am I am I somewhat? alleviated that he's in there or he's in the race of course i'm alleviated but that don't change how he got here that don't change the system the way he rode in on like let's be clear there's still changes that need to happen and take place right so to me knowing that those changes need to come i'm always going to be on the side of pushing for that change and fighting for that change for the people even if they don't know it themselves even if they're not aware of it right I've had a certain level of experience and I've seen how things have transpired and I'm hoping to learn more because I don't know enough. But in this situation, right, it's not about, oh, we got them in office, right? So we stopped voting for all the, the minor measures, right? Every measure matters, right? Everything.
1: Writing. A, writing. What, what, what country was it that voted to rewrite their constitution? It was either Chile or Venezuela. Exactly. And I mean, I think why can't we do that here? If we if we also needed to, because the foundations of the I mean, I'm I'm not a fan of if it ain't broke, don't fix it, because um, if it depends on who you ask, they can apply that for for the Constitution. I think there's always room for um, for improvement. So I'm not opposed to a re some kind of revision you know that or or scrap the whole thing start all over again it's 2020 i mean everybody's starting all over from scratch in every way anyway so
0: i mean you you're not wrong like we need to thoroughly criticize and be skeptical and revisit so much of what it is we're founded on and what we're for like, what 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 we going where we going what what untapped land is there left for us to leave? Because remember that's how this started, right? Somebody decided we're gonna leave, and even though y'all live in here, we're gonna take it over. And now that we live here, we're gonna say this is what it is, right? We're gonna base it off of what we feel and based off of what we learned. And well, now here we are again, right? What we what we gonna do? We no longer like it, we you know, representation, taxation without representation, right? So I guess we're just gonna hop on Mayflower Part Two and just be like, okay, what land can we take over from these people? We can't do that. We have to now stay and say, okay, we need to revisit, right? Just to just to put it out there, it was Chile that you know decided we're gonna rewrite our constitution, but we deserve the right to have that conversation. We deserve the right to start the process. You can't tell me that all. Oh, it's just because it worked for you, right? It ain't broke, don't fix it. No, it's broke for me. It's broken for me, right? And until it it works. Well, it's broken. We're working in a broken system. This system is, is fundamentally broken, right? How can you sit up here and have a leader of the free world have all his boys get arrested and he going to say, oh, yeah, we're going we gonna to talk about some of the bad immigrants, but we ain't going to talk about some of the citizens who are already here, who now almost all of them have been in some capacity, had contact with the justice system since being a part of his administration, since him being in power. Come on. What game we really playing?
1: I mean we're not going to talk are we not gonna are we just going to look over the corruption are we just going to look over the lawsuits and i mean like i look, on the topic of lawsuits um i mean i just know that uh he just happens to be like suing states for like their ballots in the way that they're not he i'm sure does he who knows how they're even counted, but i mean like He's calling off the election. I'm like, no, we count the votes. That's we're having an election. Like that's how it works. We we count the votes. And then if you don't win, then you have to leave quietly, which I believe he agreed that he wasn't. So I mean
0: there's a lot, there's a lot to explore with that. And it's is you know, it's a situation where as it develops, as it's ongoing, we will see how history is made through his behavior and his actions. Um but i just want to say we have to engage and make sure that we hold those people accountable at all times because again it he he ain't he's not the, the the problem right he's the manifestation the manifestation of all the problems he's just the embodiment of everything that's been going on for all of these years since we've been here on this planet right especially when it comes to regards to this country we live in the united states I love it here, but damn it if I don't have my challenges and gripes and my moments of hatred and rage, right? I mean, yeah, I can love something and hate it at the same time. I'm a complex being. Some people like to be so one-track minded and act like it's not possible, but trust me, we all have our moments. And in this situation and where we are, it's, it's just something that I, I want people to really be mindful, stay engaged, stay informed, and be responsible with your participation in this situation. Be part. Like realize the situation isn't over.
1: Be responsible and not reckless. I, I just feel as if we should be moving. Every move we make should be with wisdom.
0: And if it's not with wisdom, right, it has to be with a certain level of thought, right, right, a certain level of thought. I'm not saying you got to be wise, right, because that that requires some experience, and we might not always have the ability to have experience under our belt, but at least try and consult, at least ask, talk, like speak up, ask questions, get to know, right? We live in the information age. I'm not saying all information is real, but I am saying there's a way to find people who can validate for you whether or not information is valid, right? Like there's a way, there's a process, there is a, a method, you know, you can talk to somebody if you choose to go out of your way and actually think about it in a polite way, right? In a respectful way. But if you're just going to sit there and be lost in your vacuum chamber with your other people who all believe and think and feel the same things you do, you know, it ain't even it ain't even to dictate. It's just saying from a person who's been harmed and has caused harm, like you realize, like, I'm not speaking as like I'm I'm a saint. No, by all means, my name is sin. I'm definitely the sinner in this situation. And what I'm saying is I've done wrong. I've made wrong. And I've learned from those situations. And I realized not everyone has access to that experience and the education that I have. And before people say, well, how do you know? Because I work in the community and I come across and I continue to come across people and individuals where what I'm saying is the first time they're hearing it. Right. So I'm not trying to dictate how to do something. I'm just saying if you're thirsty, drink some water. Might be better for you than just going for the soda. Right. I'm just saying in this situation where we're living in, I've had harm done to me. I've done harm to others. And I don't wish for that to happen and be a reoccurring cycle. And what I found to stop the cycle from happening and taking place is we have to question everything. We have to ask questions. We have to be comfortable with not knowing and being comfortable with being just unaware. I think that's that's core to where we are right now. I've just seen so much hatred, so much dialogue and rhetoric, where it's been about divide and if we're supposed to hold up to the idea of a united states that means you have to become united how do you do that clarification and communication right to reduce any form of confusion because that can create chaos right right? so to me i'm gonna say yes ask questions yes talk yes speak on it right because it matters to me because my community matters to me all these seeds y'all getting chaos confusion community communication all that clarity like. Let's be clear, but now just I was just gonna say, like you know, when it comes to this time, you know, just uh, yeah, people be careful and you know be thoughtful, and you know I do want to say before we we kind of move on into into the evenings topics, um, just some announcements just to keep order in the house, get some announcements out of the way. Um, this is a reminder that Lyrical Assembly reads for Resistance Book Club is every Saturday at 9 a.m. Okay, remember, Lyrical Assembly reads for resistance every Saturday, 9 a.m. And a new book has been started right now to be read is Decolonizing Evangelism. Evangel. All right, I'm having trouble because I ain't drink no water and I gotta go to you. uh June, take it away.
1: Just a reminder, <laughs> we are starting to read a new book called Decolonizing Evangelism by Dr. Randy Woodley, an Indigenous leader and wisdom keeper. Email Lacey at lyricalopposition.org to join. Also, make sure to text 514-903-7699 to join our online Discord community. That's 415-903-7699. And our lyrical assembly broadcast is available on all platforms every week on sunday at 10 if you're interested that's 10 a.m if you're interested in faith arts or activism make sure to check out this broadcast thank you
0: yeah so again right you can join the discord community um and get in contact and text 415-903-7699 that is the lyrical assembly Get involved. Get informed. Get, in, you know, be a part of some, right? It's it's a community, as I say. Community is important. Maybe not to everyone, but to some, right? If you want to yeah. belong, you gotta, you know, get involved.
1: Lyrical ones to Lyrical Assembly to Lyrical Academy to Lyrical Opposition.
0: Yeah, I don't know what episode this is. Keep it real. I think this is episode twenty three because I think last episode was episode twenty two. So this is episode twenty three, right? We doing everything in a new order, new way, new form. Um, at least for the day, because you know some things is out of whack. You know, Mercury and retrograde like every day. So
1: I feel it. I feel it. Re- mm.
0: <laughs> it's finally. It's. I'll admit it today. It. It's gotten to me. It's. It's finally like I'm. Okay, Mercury, whatever that means. Communication. The communications all over the place, right? Communication, as they would say, communication. <laughs> so to me, I'm just like, you know, I got to be very mindful of communication for communication sake. And um not got my signals crossed. But uh you know with that again we are in a very unique time. Um the holidays are upon us. Thanksgiving.
1: We're here. We've arrived.
0: And and we this is a new era, a new world we live in, right? The number rates for people being infected and impacted by COVID is going back up. Um you know, hold your toilet paper close. Um you know, it's it's getting back to those times. And at the same time, you know it's it's the holiday season where Thanksgiving, Christmas, June. Do you got any plans for Thanksgiving?
1: You know, I was just thinking about that because uh, are we ordered to social distance for these holidays? Do we have to keep it to a to six? You know, because if not, I'm gonna go see my family, okay? And I have to proceed with caution because yes, there I have a multi generational family. And, um, I mean, for me, um, that might be visiting my mom. That might be visiting <laughs> my pappy in the Bay Area. So that's where I'm probably going to be. But uh, shout out to Pappy Man. <laughs> okay, great. You know, we main stand-up. Okay, great. <laughs> um, but those are my plans. And, okay, once we kick off Thanksgiving, though, because then we have um, a number of of holidays in December, and then we have New Year's, which I'm just so curious how New Year's is going to go for me, because that's like always been like monumental and just feeling like, oh, you're refreshed, you're renewed. And you're, for me, it was in Las Vegas, like out on the strip, with a whole bunch of people counting down with the fireworks, that's not going to happen. So it's like, we have to create new ways to feel in sync with everybody, even though we cannot be in the presence of everybody, you know? So, I mean, if any, if there's a way that I can be in the present, like in the presence of my loved ones, that's what I'm going to do. Um, However, if it, if it comes down to it, I mean, I'm a I'm a make a way.
0: I feel you. I mean, it's, it's true because, you know, I don't know how many people would even think about it, but I'm like, everybody go to your patios, your windows, your backyards, and share those moments, you know, like as a community, as a, as a world, as wherever you are, where your little enclave is. Um, because, you know, Thanksgiving this year, I'm like, man, I might just go in the backyard of my parents' house and just be there in the backyard. Just be like, we chilling like in the cold, it's going to be freezing. Oh, well, like we're going to thug it out and suffer together. But, I What's think the, that it, you say what say it again?
1: That's all that matters.
0: You said it. It's all that matters. And you know, I think that uh I'm actually interested in how Black Friday gonna look.
1: Are we still calling it Black Friday? <laughs> I mean,
0: uh, the the worst Friday of the year. I wonder how the worst Friday of the year gonna look.
1: Uh, can we talk stocks? I mean <laughs> right. Um Black Friday. I don't know. Sin a lot of stores are closing, and a lot of stores aren't opening up again. And a lot of those stores are small businesses, where I, which is where I like to shop. I like to keep it local. I like to do the farmers markets. I like to, I like to support my neighbors. You know, I like to support my uncles, my friends' parents. You know, like out there, and um, it's just a, it's, it's a look of despair that I can't help. To shake um because it's i'm not I'm no business owner at least not yet, but uh it's even in the face of adversity, there's always um you can always have optimism for opportunity, but even if one were to have that optimism, it's quite grim, and it's uh. So, I don't know what the answer is. I don't know. I mean, Black Friday, I mean, well, what are we? Everything's already been on sale at JCPenney's. I mean, come on. So, <laughs> I mean, like, I don't, how is it going to come up? Let's talk Amazon. How is Amazon going to come up? Jeff Bezos, he's a trillionaire. You know what I mean? I uh, know.
0: He's about to be a gazillionaire.
1: How do you, what's after trillion? I honestly, I don't know. Million, billion, Qu- quadrillion? quadrillion and after that a google oh yeah that's in there i didn't realize that was a real thing i was like seventh grade i was like what anyhow
0: I know, how we all learn that in seventh grade though because i learned that in seventh grade too like <laughs> google's a number what they spell it wrong <laughs>
1: right <laughs> so actually shout out to seventh grade though because that's where i learned how to code so my myspace was lit you know what oh i'm saying oh
0: my god had that what is that a uh, hg what is the html popping?
1: in with the okay got it flashing and everything
0: <laughs> everything's going in between hmm mm-hmm. i feel it i mean i you know i was fortunate enough to be in computer programming as well q basic was what we were taught in middle school back in the very very long ago at a different period of time but q basic html we was doing uh actually we're doing our own web pages on a school server like it was a different different time like having the same ugly pattern like jpeg kind of rocky Looking background like everything was this textured rocky background. Every website had this textured rocky background, and then it would have the dividers where it would be like just this transparent overlay that was somewhat white. With like, it was always felt like these were the colors of your fonts: black, royal blue, hard red, and yellow. Like that was it. Like it was like this is how we're going to run our pages. Like remind you, we don't no thing is Wi-Fi, no such thing, right? you had five, six K dollar modem. And at school you had T3. That was it. Like we talking about a different era altogether. Right. We were working on windows. Wasn't even uh 95. It was like windows, something else, like super old computers. And we like, I remember my computer programming teacher was making it work. Cause it was like, these were old computers. And he was teaching us like straight game. And I was like, and how to make our own games, like really Q basic was, a coding language that we were learning how to input output all these different commands and figure out how to make a game and some people made text adventures and this one whiz kid i never forget he barely spoke English but he knew algebra like a mug and he was able to have like a face on the screen that could move around and then make explosion graphics from like just basic like pixel art and I was like he was like I told you all it was all about math I'm like man it's whatever I'm just gonna watch this dude yeah so it's real out here it was san francisco you know if you know you know if you got access if you got lucky i mean computer programming especially in middle school is so good just to have like just to have experience and be familiar with to some degree like super dope but yeah geeks in the in the world you feel me
1: well it's a huge industry that continues to grow
0: oh definitely and i mean when you were saying like what does the stock gonna look like for the horrible friday I had to look and see like what my, cause I ain't been looking like I've only been paying attention when it's bad. So for those that you don't, this is not advice. I repeat, this is not advice. This is just me playing around and experimenting in my experience. Whenever I see everything red, when that means it's red, that means the stock prices have went down. If I see them plummeting, I wait until they start to slow up and then I start buying. I feel like I'm, it's on, it's on sale. That's how I look at it. It's on sale. You get half off or you get 5%, 10%, 15% off. and, Again, I'm not buying anything other than just random stock. I'm like, what industry is it in? Is this something that I would use or I could see people using? And what's the news associated with it? And then I'm like, you know what? Let's get some. Now, it's up. And I'm like, what? I'm like, oh, it's on the... Co- we're going up? up? Like, we're going up. And I'm like, okay, well, going into the holiday season, I do have some, like, commercial goods in there. Because I'm, like, me right now, like, I'm going to keep up 1000 with y'all. Understand. I am no longer participating. Okay, I take that back. I am trying my best. You see how I switched it? I am trying my best not to participate in consumerism. I am doing my best to start to rethink and repractice how I use money in my association with money, right? Because being broke is not fun. And multi-generational wealth, come. Say that again. Say that Come on, June. Say that again.
1: I, look, it conditions you okay? It conditions you for like just survival mode. And like your the things that you first off being in survival mode, uh you may eliminate. I'm speaking from just may I speak from a little bit of experience, just a little bit what I know. It's just that if um your mindset changes. So you may have things that you may think that are essential. Oh, and they're not essential at all. And you may think this I need. And then there are things that you need for your survival. So um, when you're in survival mode, it's like as long as you have those things conducive to your well-being or not, okay, um, you're good. But the things that'll keep you, you know, consistently on the up and up, those get pushed to the side. And so I, I was just, oh my gosh, I was just thinking about it. It's a complete, like, it's a complete mindfuck, okay? And and it's it's something that's not easily digestible. It's something that needs to be picked apart. Um, we're talking about a poverty mindset, growing up below your means, you know, um, and and not even realizing what your needs are. And then once your needs are met, um, let's tie it into financial literacy. Like, take it into deeper. Like, what do we what do we then spend on? What do we then save? What what is essential? You know. Um, how much toilet paper do we really need, you know, for family five, you know? So, um, or, or, I mean, I don't have a family five, but I mean, I was just saying, for example, like, oh goodness, when I get worked up, sometimes I want to say so many things and then I, and then, oh, I just want to, I don't want to scrap it all. But goodness, I got lost. (laughs) Okay but um let's it's it's about conditioning and it's about um not surviving but thriving and how do we how do we break that threshold and it i mean just to wrap it up i, I do believe it hap- has to do with um moving up so in uh socioeconomically like to different you know like we're talking about classism like um i i feel as if moving up because Man, I got a huge I got a lot of soapboxes. This is what's going on. Cause I mean, like, honestly, if you think about the poverty rate, like if you my brother in law told me this the other day. He's like, if you are if you and your spouse live in LA and you both make less than a hundred K, that's poverty line. And I'm thinking, let's talk about the housing. I know we were just on a really good um, topic and we are just talking about, okay, but like, can we talk about housing? Because honestly, I'm thinking housing is supposed to be what? A third of your income? Okay. Minimum wage in Las Vegas right now, because I just moved to LA from Las Vegas, is less than $10. California, they're raising up to $50. But I still have, I still like, there are people out there that are like making like $9 an hour. And I'm like, okay. So let's just imagine that's bumped up to ten, and then do the math. 40, 40 hours a week, four hundred dollars a week. That's sixteen hundred a month. So, um, right, like say if you're why am I doing all this math? Uh, a third of that. Where can you find housing, right? That you can self-sustain yourself, and for for that little, um, for a third of um, you know, for like five six hundred, you know, and that's just one person like I just think that um minimum wage needs to be (laughs) reformed I think that people should get paid more for what they do um I think that um there shouldn't be trillionaires when trillion when there are trillions of people living in poverty you know or billions of people living in poverty we have trillion people yeah I don't know um, man, I just wish I knew more. So I'm just going to end this here. And I'm saying I'm hungry for imp- not misinformation. I feel like we live in a day of dis misinformation. I want the truth. I want the facts. I want the stats. I want the statistics. So, um, so we can make a better change, a more well-informed change and not so much so I can go and point my finger into different communities and say, change this now first. So I can take a hard look at myself and then go from there
0: see how i can help. no i feel it i mean it, it's crazy you say that because in the work that i do i do a lot of talking to students about like talking about how do you start thinking about a budget how do you start thinking about you know money and need versus want right and one of the things that you know i always realize is that they spend a hell of a lot of money on weed and and it's real like it's real. These kids are coping. They're like we're talking about inner city. We're talking about trauma. We're talking about self-medication. Right. We're talking about how do you cope with what you're going through and how you're going to have to continue to go through. Right. Like imagine how many students live in like a hundred square feet. That's 10 by 10 feet. Like they live in there. And they're they're really only other space to get enough space or open space is going to school. And now they don't have access to that. Right. You know, like think about like. They sometimes are sharing their room with a bunch of other siblings, and there's a bunch of dynamics that have taken place and has their grip on their life and their routine and their practice, their habits. School, for better and for worse, becomes an outlet, right? It was baked into society, and then it becomes this thing of like a community within a community, and they are able to establish a new identity away from the household, right? They're able to learn not only just about school, but themselves in their kind of social kind of the, the playground politics, if you will. And that, that happens for a good, you know, we're talking about from six to 18, right? We're talking about a good 12 years, 13, 14 years, depending on when you start. And I, and I'm now seeing, right, how these kind of intersections of life have all taken a fold because the things that the, the students are asking, how did you learn this? I said, cause I had to learn it as I lived life. Right. I had to just do. I had to be the person that had to spend half of their income on living. Right. Or a little more than half at times. Right. we talking about like you might not make it. You talking about the skin of your teeth. You talking about you sliding, like you, you hoping, you're right. You and you running through hell with gasoline draws on, trying not to get caught on flames. Right. That's what you're doing. You like tiptoeing, like, oh, the fires is jumping. I see them coming. They trying to, they're trying to get me. I gotta dodge it. I gotta move it and it's like magnets coming to you, and you're just running. You just keep going. You, just, you hope you generate enough speed that it creates a windfall of momentum that fire just don't catch you. That's what you're doing when you're living on the edge, right? And I was trying to do that away from any type of system dependency, away from any type of government assistance, because for me, I didn't want to become dependent on anything. I would rather suffer. I would rather Figure it out and be like, look, if I gotta live on the streets and get this gym membership just so I could go take a shower, that's what it's gonna be, right? That's that's as far as I was willing to go. And people are like, what? You trip? Nah, I am tripping because
1: i far too many times.
0: Let it be known what it is. Because at the end of the day, right, this is what this is what I'm deciding for myself based off of what I had experienced with and what I've seen around me, right? I'm not trying to judge, I'm just saying. When it comes to being independent, I value that more than anything. I value having my independence over everything. Like, like recently I've started developing, I couldn't even call it development. I've started applying for all of these different forms, like certifications and things, licenses you need to run a business, right? And so I'm learning, like, not only is it scared money don't make money, but it's also like, you need to make sure you dot all your I's cross, all your T's, and you look at every box. Because I, I'm doing that as a form of independence, right? I've said it before. I'm saying it again. The practice is in the practice of being perfection. Perfection isn't necessarily who you are. It's just you being in practice. That's it, all right? The practice is the perfection, not you being perfect. It's the practice and the continued consistent practice. The persistence in practice is how you reach perfection practice so for me in saying that having my own business is me formulating independence away from a society and a system that causes me to need you right whoever you are employer to tell me what my hours worth right for the minimum wage to be set by the government not be set by myself right what is the minimum wage i need the minimum wage i need is a thousand dollars an hour so i gotta work on it right that's where I'm at. I'm not gonna sit here and let y'all define it because at the end of the day, if you define it, I'm gonna be in the poverty, I'm gonna be below the poverty threshold, right? I'm gonna be at the bottom of the barrel. Y'all ain't going y'all ain't thinking about me. Oh, you you want me to commute because the cost of my time has no value to you outside of work. Think about that. Oh, spend three, four hours in traffic. And that's going one way. Oh no, so that's, that's
1: minutes on the bar with no delays to the city, okay? If you're lucky. Take two hours more just to get to Fremont, okay? Then I got to Uber
0: back to San Jose. If, if you're lucky, if it if it all falls through the way that you think or hope it would, right? How you planned it do not always go to plan, right? So mad delays, mad delays, delays on delays, right? So we living in a world, right, where there's so much dependency on certain systems that I'm now focusing on independence and I'm focusing on how do I take all these different opportunities, and figure out, and learn, and go through, and ask questions, so I can liberate myself from the dependency. And I'm just, I'm saying all that to say. Well, June, would you get ready to say something?
1: I was just gonna say, liberate yourself from all dependencies.
0: Yeah, I mean, cause we yeah. live in
1: That's a major. That's it. We need when we when we spit bars, we need to say something like we could say bars, we could say major. No, we need to have our own like.
0: I mean it's real it's 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 real that like you know as much as it is bars, it's like these are situations where I've seen how dependency on things has created harm in my community and my family and my friends, how it's created these levels of like entrapment right where you feel like you can't leave certain things because you don't want to lose certain privileges like I've had those conversations with people where they'll navigate the system not to free themselves of it but to stay within it and I can't, you know, I can't say it's right or wrong. If that's what works for them, cool. But I don't want that for me. I don't want that for my children. I don't want that for anyone. So I'm willing to sacrifice, work hard and put in those late nights to get over on it because it's there. It's there. Like, that's the part that drives me nuts. People be like, oh, how? Just ask questions to all the people like, you want to start a business? All right, go look up how to start a business in wherever you are, city, county, state, country. That's literally what it is. I went in the opposite direction. I went country, state, county, city, and now I'm like, oh God, what do I what do, I do? But I'm doing it, right? And I've done it before, but I didn't do it to this level where I'm doing it now, right? I did it as like a contractor, right? I did it as like, yeah, pay me because you ain't going to give me no benefits. That's what it was, right? I'm going to teach, you're going to pay me for it. Now I'm doing it as a business owner who's creating entertainment and merchandise that's a different totally different world yeah, and cool. i'm learning
1: yeah Nana and my, kudos to you
0: thank you but, <laughs> but more importantly it's like the more i learn this the more i can give it to others right the more i can take my experience and share it to say that yes to have an loc you have to make sure that you have 800 to pay every year if you don't make any money right Right. they having an LLC, a limited liability company. Right. Reduces your your liability if something was to go wrong, where your business is treated as its own person, it's treated as its own entity. Right. You are the owner. But if something was to happen, they can't directly attack you. They attack your business. Right. So if they need to sue or there's some accident, it's your company that is held liable, not you. Right. Limits your liability. No. Go ahead, June.
1: No, I don't want. To, I don't ever want to cut you off because you're always on game. you always spitting on. You know what I'm saying? I just, oh, you know, I, I'm just here. With Jar Jar beans. I'm just for, here for coming. Not
0: years. at all, June. Nowhere near on no Jar Jar level. Jar Jar was sitting there on some evil stuff, trying to manipulate the 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 Republic into getting some dark side forces people see that's the that's the inside inside if you look too deep jar jar was on some like you think i'm a fool but really i'm gonna get y'all all of y'all you think i'm a fool you treat me like this today gosh what's gonna happen tomorrow we're gonna get you right dark city is in the house
1: <laughs> oh, my God. oh my gosh okay so um i just wanted to know real quick um yeah the um there's a lot of um funds there's a lot of money going into marijuana, and it is expen- and it is a, an ex- and it is <laughs> an expensive habit. Um, recently, uh, I just want to point out that there are some states that are like decriminalizing, like not just marijuana, like New Jersey, like um, legalized, I believe, medical marijuana for those who are 21 and older. But states like Oregon, they're decriminal decriminalizing hard drugs like cocaine, methamphetamines, heroin. And in Oregon, I'm sorry, not Oregon, um, in Colorado, um, they legalized psilocybin um, therapy.
0: I mean, that's a beautiful thing because people, if those that don't know, I, I'm barely knowledgeable, but I'll speak to what I do know, which is a little bit, right? There are therapeutic kind of, uh, I guess... I would say therapeutic, I don't want to call it regiment, but there's a therapeutic practice that you can engage with, with using psychoactive drugs and dealing with certain traumas, um, PTSD, um, kind of dealing with certain forms of depression. Um, they are There's research being done and people are realizing that there's a lot of benefits to engaging with in a controlled manner, in a controlled manner, in a controlled space, right? That means that people who have expertise and who have education on how to use these things can monitor you and make sure that nothing is able nothing happens to you that causes you more harm because the point of taking these psychoactive drugs is to reduce the harmful things that you're actually going through on a daily basis. So for Colorado to take that and say we're going to we're going to move forward in this direction is a beautiful thing for people, right? Because at the end of the day they're not like people be like oh they're going to just let people just do whatever they want. No, it's not to say that. It's not to say we're letting people do whatever they want what it is to say is how can we see that there's harm being done and then say that you're wrong for being in harm, right? Like you're causing harm to yourself, right? The, the, the dosage is the poison. So now that you're taking poison, I'm going to blame you and I'm going to make you to be a bad person. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to make sure that you have a negative relationship with yourself because you decided you needed this for some reason. And instead of addressing the reason we're just gonna say no. Nah, the reason don't matter, you, which is like saying your life doesn't matter. Your action, that one action you committed to that is now causing you harm, I'm gonna say because of that, you're not a you're not a proactive member of society. You're not worth it to be a part of society, and I wanna I wanna make you now out to be a criminal, right? I wanna criminalize you for your participation in this system, right? Even though I don't know how many cocaine plantations or right how many cocaine plantations really are there right how many people are really out here like getting the ability or having the ability to get all these drugs that come from all these other countries into this country and then all of a sudden it's like yeah you the problem you but come on now like they're they're realizing yeah we got to reduce the harm and by reducing the harm means we can't be persecuting people for trying to figure out how to heal themselves Because as you see, Colorado's now realizing psychoactive drugs actually have a benefit based off of scientific research, right? That's what got us here science, right? And now it's like, okay, what are we going to do? We got to sit up here and be like, let's make sure that we are able to give people a way to, in a therapeutic way, in a health and uh, less harmful harm reduction way, give them the ability to reduce their harm. Right, and I think that that's kind of key right now is we're seeing a world that's trying so hard to reduce the harm around them, and you know that comes from voting that comes from legislation that comes from organizing from knowing getting involved, people stay with it, don't it comes yeah. from
1: creativity and um knowing that um and it and it comes from you know wanting to seek justice for those around you, and um yes sorry this it's just to let everybody know my eyes have been monitoring this entire time and they've been driving me loca la cabeza. so i mean i just had to put that out there so sorry if i'm like rubbing my eyes and everything like <laughs> allergies i know it's just yeah. you know, some spicy food earlier and i think i touched my eye or something so like mm-hmm. i, I I wash that, don't mean nothing.
0: that don't mean nothing like you could wash your hands and then it'd be like uh-oh uh-oh what we do we just poison ourselves dosage makes the poison y'all and hot sauce is like lightweight poison like i remember just a tangent of a tangent of a tangent of a tangent this is lyrical ones episode 23 i believe if i'm wrong well we'll do the math later and we'll figure that out but hot sauce i remember this one fateful night i went out with some co-workers i went back to the house and we were inebriated. We were intoxicated. Do I participate in that? No, I try not to. But at this moment, I definitely was. And what had happened was we were like, oh, let's have some pizza. And it was like, oh, let's put some hot sauce on it. And they had a bottle with a skull on it. And they had another bottle that was from Thailand that just had chili flakes and all kinds of other chili powders and stuff in it. So they're like, let's take both of these and put it on this pizza. And we put on a pizza and then our hands started getting on fire. Our mouths were getting on fire. Our esophagus was getting on fire. Our lips were on fire. And then the continuing next day, the other end of our cells was on fire. So the thing that I learned, right, we washed our hands or so we thought. And when we were taking away the tears,
1: (laughs) our eyes
0: were on fire. (laughs) We just couldn't see anymore, right? So high sauce. Is great. It tastes so delicious. I love hot sauce. Right, give me some fried food. That golden, crispy, unhealthy deliciousness. Now, remember, the practice is I don't eat it every day, and you know when I
1: sometimes food,
0: the sometimes food part of the sometimes group, and sometimes you just put that hot sauce on it, right? But be careful because you be thinking like,
1: no. Oh. <laughs> <laughs>
0: on fire okay oh wait i gotta i gotta do it right fire, fire, fire. so the thing is right is just like i feel you girl like house sauce ain't nothing to play around with you feel me we gotta be careful out here practice is not it's not practice makes perfect it's that if you continue to practice persistence practice is perfection
1: <laughs> I, thought, I thought
0: you was really have allergies out here but you know that's just me we in the humids up here in the Northern California right now, high humids. I ain't, I ain't never seen these numbers in a hot minute. I mean, we are close to the ocean, don't get it wrong, but I'm like, we had 90% humidity. I'm like, what is this? Is this like Florida or something?
1: It was 90 degrees today in LA. I'm like, where's
0: Well, I mean, you are in Southern California and as, you know, 2020 said, it doesn't rain in Southern California. That's what they tell me, but... I'm just saying, for me in Northern California, at least it's a little hazy, a little foggy, and I'm like right now it's like sun shining, high humidity. Usually we get a little little of that nice little breeze, I ain't getting none of that right now. Like,
1: hey, not even a bay breeze. Ooh, ooh that's really they get you. It'll it'll catch your
0: throat. <laughs> I'm just saying, like a, like people always be like out of towners come into the city and they talk about oh it's so chilly out here, so windy, and it's like. We had, like, a a wind front one time, but it really hasn't happened since. Like, I haven't even, it hasn't really occurred, right? We we could get into global warming, but I'm just going to stick on the specifics of this is different. Like, this is different. Like, I wear a black shirt because that's the uniform when the mask is on. Like, that's what it is. That's just what it is. But I am burning up right now. Like, understand, like, ah, this ain't cool. We out here. Suffering
1: for the art. Suffering for the art.